I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast, episode number who the F knows. Uh, I'm going to guess two, seven, four. I don't know. It's three or four. Three or four. I'll just tell you, you're right. Okay, I'm right. Uh, cool. I mean, is that cool? We're almost to 300 episodes. What are we going to do when we hit 300? We're having a party. A party in your pants, in April's pants. And everyone's invited. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just me in April. I'll tell you how it is. Um, so we did this. What was the number with, uh, that we did with them that was about pe- the 217. Okay. So t- oh, no. That was the, we did the extended orgasm was 217. Ah. And you entertain. Well, oh, I got I, it. It's already oh, up good. on my screen. Sorry. 258. Shit. It's already here. <laughs> I don't know how that popped up. So episode 258, how to give hand jobs and blow jobs that will blow their minds. So how to please the penis with your hands and your mouth. Well, guess what? This is with the same guests, but about pussies, vulva owners, how to please the pussy, the vulva owning human uh, with your hands and with mouth techniques as well. Ooh, juicy topic. Are you ready for it? But first... We have things, right? A sex question. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I like when people write in code like their names. So this is from You're the Dog. Um, I don't know if they were calling us the dog or they're the dog. But I'm pretty sure they said that that was their name, You're the Dog. So okay. You're the Dog asks, my wife is turning 30 and I wanted to get her a couple of toys. So I bought a rechargeable magic wand. What are all the things I can do with it or we can do with it? Her alone and us together. I'd love to hear your thoughts. We actually started talking about this a little bit five yeah, seconds you ago. Can dress it up in different clothing, yeah. use it for foot massage, <laughs> for back massage. You bring it to a Thanksgiving dinner. You can yeah, give take it its, its own king. chair. <laughs> no, we're not making fun of you, listener, too, by the way. We were just having fun with it. I have taken it on ski trip. <laughs> not even for pleasing the pussy, for back, uh, just for back massage, because it, yeah. originally the OG the version, 80s, right? which or- you had at Pure Pleasure Shop back in the day in the packaging, the plug-in version. Then they released a rechargeable version that is almost as powerful, but it was designed. Hitachi made it. Now they don't own that anymore, but as a back massager. Yeah. And so the picture on the cover was this lady, like, you know, eight, late 80s style, massaging her back with it. But everyone's like, we know you're putting that on your genitals. But that was how it was originally sold as Have a you, safe product. Do you know way. those Theraguns? Yes. Too. So I've used that on my pussy before just to see what it would the be brrr. like. Yes, there's different. Uh, uh, it's very intense. And uh, I, I feel like it's similar. It's now the th- the new Theragun situation. I'm pretty sure for... someone brought one of those to the last plant medicine thing that we were hanging yes. out at. And they were like, would it be inappropriate to bring this out mid mid journey like mm, probably yeah <laughs> maybe not um okay yeah so we're not mocking you yes so pure pleasure where april and i got our start in this industry uh still has the all of these products the with the plug-in now doesn't now has 
just a picture of the the toy. There's no human on there, like putting it on their back. Um, and so they're all called the magic wand. But there's a plug in. There's the rechargeable. Now there's the mini magic wand. They're all really awesome. And uh, there are many things that you can do with these products. Uh, and I hear that this listener uh, who wrote in uh, just about her alone or us together. So we'll actually give you some tips on things you can do it with your own body too. But April, you own the magic wand. You love I it. I have three. Oh, and by the way, if you want to go get your own magic wand, everyone, I'm talking my LA accent because we were doing this on our trip. And it, okay, I won't do that because you all hate accents. Actually, we, we read that on one of our reviews. Uh, you can go to purepleasureshop.com, use coupon code Shane with sex you get 15% off just look up magic wand you'll see all the types we're talking about okay so you have all three has my mom given you the mini yet I don't have the mini I'm saying okay. I have two rechargeable versions oh. and then one is travel one is home and then I have the plug-in and so for, for me obviously I, I suggested the back thing if you want to use it in playtime uh, you can lay, have the receiving person lay on their back uh, for this person that is they have a wife. She can lay on her back and sort of apply the pressure of the vibration and the rechargeable version. And they didn't specify which one they purchased. The plug in only has two modes. It's basically high and then higher. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but the rechargeable has, I don't know, five. It's like pulsation things too, right? There's or no? different pulsating okay. patterns. I don't know. How, I never use those. Yeah. Uh, so depending on what you have, you can kind of work your way up and just apply the sensation of this deep rumbly vibration to your external. So let me yes. ask you, you personal questions. Are you ready to get personal about positions when you use it? Like, yeah. would you say, because it's kind of bigger, like a doggy style position? Doggy style is hard because a lot of times for me, unless you angle your hips really high, you you hit the the and bottom it, of it on yeah. the bed. So it absorbs some of the vibration. You don't want to lose that vibration. That's why the back laying is really nice. And then you can penetrate, uh, your partner can penetrate you with their fingers yeah. or anally with a little teasing. Yeah. With, so so here's, here's the other thing. I've seen April's genitals before and she's seen mine. Remember I have the tucked under genitals that are like directly under me. Oh yeah. So if you looked at me, you wouldn't be able to see them. You just see pubic hair and your bits are a little more um, like up and forward. We have, so we have different placement of our genitals and that makes sense why you're saying actually being a doggy style position, it would be hitting the bed more, more. Whereas for me, that would actually be more ideal. You're also taller. So maybe you'd be higher, higher up. up. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's when I like, ultimately maybe just try the magic mini, the mini magic wand. If anyone's in a um, shopping phase, but to this person, yes, it's the position will be different for everyone. There used to be sleeves that you could cap over the actual bulbous head that we had at Pure Pleasure. That was a G spot sleeve that you could yeah. put on top of it so you oh, can yeah. access. I, I think that we still have that at purepleasureshop.com. Okay. They're yeah. just these, they just sit, it's like hats yeah. that your <laughs> device can wear. And I think they're like under accessories one. or something totally. like that. Totally. Yeah. And those are different ways to access uh, internal bits because I personally have never in internally use the magic wand i don't know if it you would, would need an extension because that was a big old bulb it's very big. i'm sure it's been done i yeah. have not and so that would be another good way to utilize that product in various ways the smaller version i don't own yet i will and then i can give you more tips on that one it is big it's janice we need you to get one into april stat 
Yes, I think the small one's like half the size. And then so some other things too for um, penis owning folks. Like this isn't just for vulva owning folks. This is for all bits, you know, all variations of bits, right? So I know some penis owning folks who like to use this on the perineum, like the, right under the the taint area. Um, and the so would you say the plugins like high and higher? So maybe that's a bit much. But the rechargeable, you can go on the lower speeds or intensity, um, and it can be like a really nice almost because the prostate's on the other side of that too. So it can be almost like a nice external prostate state massage there as well so the, the loan together you i've used it uh, both i've used it on my own mm-hmm. and i use it in my playtime experiences it's just it's bulky so the mini version might be the way to go have you used it as a weapon yet have you ever had to like beat off any uh, intruders because it would be really good for that yeah no i have not have you ever played baseball with it I could, but no. Softball? No. No? <laughs> Just balls? Just, Just balls. hit some balls with it? Balls. All right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm pumped that I met someone with a magic wand tattoo once on the, when I was on the East what? Coast. What? Uh, she had a magic wand tattoo near her heart, and it was little. How and cute. And I said that. I was like, do you have a magic wand tattoo? And she was like, yes, I fucking love that toy. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking love that you have a tattoo i'm gonna get one a tattoo to my my ring finger it's actually though mine be more like the air technology section ones oh there you go we're not talking about that right now all right you ready for a bio yes i (laughs) okay but first one thing before we dive into the bio i know you're ready for the bio chip is so this episode everyone an awesome episode the audio is a little funky wonky on our part we're getting it down because we have this really fancy studio and we have it down and well this one apparently we didn't so stay tuned stay with us and if it doesn't sound like our top quality and this is your first time tuning in just bear with us listen to other episodes and listen to this one because it's fucking awesome there's so many good tips so stay tuned and chip i think you got something to say right now about some bio time Erwan and Alicia Davon have become the go-to experts for those seeking a higher level of relationship support, specializing in supporting singles and getting into passionate and successful relationships and helping couples take their relationships to new heights of romance and intimacy. They offer all of their coaching and classes online and support students all over the world. To learn more, visit pleasurecourse.com. Also, follow them on Instagram at Davon Method. That's D-A-V-O-N Method. Or click the link in our show notes to find out about their latest offerings. All right, everyone, it is interview time. Ooh, repeat guests once again. Last time we were in person, though, we got to watch an actual live demo of actually some of the things we're talking about today, which is funny because we did the live demo about today's today's topic but then we record a podcast about penises um so can that's I talk- why i was confused yeah. i was like wait didn't we do pussies yeah you're like no no we talked about the deal and then she told me i had to get my brain checked i was like you're right i should no i didn't i said that we need to, to drink more plant medicine for our brains uh to collectively because we both keep forgetting and then i say if we keep talking about golden girls long enough we're just going to turn into one like next year yeah and they'll be like what maybe the answer though is just more hand and oral techniques on our vulvas and that gives us more brain power i don't know but that's what yeah like, they're like shaking their heads yes if you start your day with that every day the day goes better yeah there's a wisdom in it so it's not like a, a pill a day or an apple a or day apple? it's a it's a uh extended a literal, orgasm literal <laughs> pleasuring yeah. per day i mean I, i'm the one doing the clitoral pr- pleasuring to her but there's a 
different in my state before and my state after. It's like it goes from an okay day when I wake up to a great day. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is like a meditation because you're focused. It is. So. It's like, in fact, we're doing sexual healing this week in uh, in one of our classes. It's like a healing. It's like a meditation. It's fun. It's, it's a, a great way to start the day. Indeed. Yeah. And I think we talked about this in the last episode and before. So we're gonna, we want to hear your story and we'll talk about techniques. But when you're talking about starting your day, a lot of people are like, I don't have time for this. What are we talking about? Like five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour. For <laughs> us, it's usually about... Half hour, 45 minutes for the whole thing. Yeah. We start at 9.15, go till end at pretty much 9.45, sometimes 10. Do you have an alarm that sounds when that when the time is up? Or do you just roll with it and it typically pans out to be 30 to 45 minutes? The latter. Yeah, we don't have a timer. The uh, timer is Alicia going, ah. Which happens in about, <laughs> it happens in about 20 seconds because we've seen Alicia in person. <laughs> you know, I... We have different hours, too, because Alicia goes to bed early. She's an early riser, so she goes to bed early and gets up early. She gets our son to school and all this stuff. I get him from school. We have, like, totally different hours. And then I wake up at, like, 9, and I send a little text that says, I'm up. I'm up. That's the the text (laughs) I get. It's like, I'm doing my thing. I got my son to school. I'm doing my workout. I'm doing whatever. I have all this lovely morning time, and then I get... I'm up. I'm up. I'm, I'm up. up. Can I Come touch your pussy? Make, yeah. make my day good. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like, oh, I'm up. Like, I have a hard dick, so now you got to fuck it. It's like, no, I'll lay down. Well, I'm going to pleasure you, woman. <laughs> you know, the, the, there might be a little hard dick that, in there, that, too. That actually. Be, yeah, I'll leave up. You know? Sometimes, yeah. you know. And you know, do, you take kinda, break, kinda... do you take breaks for menstruation? Or is it, like, get more fun? Menstruation no, breaks? I, no, I love having my clit stroked when I'm menstruating. It releases... So much of that pressure that's built up in there. I love it. It's very important. And it's also very important right before menstruation when that tension is building, because then it makes the whole process, instead of a syndrome, it makes it like more of a release, you know, because it's not, there's not so much tension. Yeah. Fuck that syndrome shit. I'm not into that, but like, I mean, it, for a lot of people, it really is. What did, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. That was going down a route that wouldn't have been really right here. <laughs> but practice more self care. You know, I'm talking about April mm-hmm. instead of PMS. So, um, anyways, okay. One other question before we ask you about who you are, which you've been on our show, is maybe your fifth time on our is show. Really? I, I think so. Fourth yeah, or fifth. Fourth or yeah. fifth. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're famous in the shameless sex world. Yes, indeed. You know? And it's and a it, world on like, it, like uh, Venus, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're well, in this world you are. And um, yeah, we will continue to have you back. And okay, just one last question about the morning because I made the comment like it's not about the dick. You're like, no, the dick gets touched too. Is there an order of operations? Like she comes first, uh, like, like the book where you focus on the pussy first and then I'm like, okay, now it's cock time, cock o'clock, or uh, does this change every time? <laughs> yeah, you want to get the woman rolling first, you know, because the dick should only enter the scenario when there's real appetite for it. And it's a big mistake if it enters too soon. Right. And I don't mean enter like intercourse, just enter into the picture, so to speak. So you definitely want the woman rolling. Now, that's one of the things I like about Alicia. Alicia's she comes down and she's rolling. <laughs> you know, she's like, you know, we, we did a demonstration of extended orgasm two weeks ago and like she laid down on a table. She's already going. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, and people always ask at the end of the demonstration because it's us. 
in front of the room doing this demonstration of the clitoral stroking practice like you all saw. And there's a bunch of people, about 40 people in the room. And people always ask at the end, like, Alicia, what were you doing upstairs to get yourself ready? And you walk down and you're already coming when you lay on the table. And I'm like, literally, I'm just feeling my body. I'm just feeling it. I'm walking down. Nobody's stroking me upstairs. I'm not stroking myself. It's just being in the body. They think we have like some fluffer there, you know, getting her ready or trained monkey or something. (laughs) Well, technically, if this is something that's a regular practice, it's a habit, your brain is going to switch into that mode and knows kind of what is coming. So your body is, it's almost a massive dopamine release. The expectations is, is building and your body remembers that. And it's like, sweet, I know what's coming. It's me. So your brain is the fluffer basically. Yes, your brain is fluffing yourself. (laughs) Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about techniques and all these fun things about how hand and oral, uh, pussy, massage, pleasure, etc. But first, uh, can you share with our audience about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? I, I went to some crazy places. I did every seminar, workshop, cult environment, whatever I could do to learn about it. You know, I remember once my friend Scott and I showed up on the doorstep of this group of people who were, they were leading some kind of group. We rang the doorbell. Nobody was there. Uh, We're leaving and a limo rolls up and it's a big purple limo. It rolls up and four beautiful women get out of the limo. And this guy who's like four feet tall and completely drunk sort of falls out of the limo. He's, he's just totally wasted. We tell him, oh, hey, obviously there's nothing going on tonight. We're gonna leave. They're like, no, no, come on in, come on in. We're like, all right, what the heck? We go in and there's basically no group. We end up in the hot tub with them, but it's kind of crazy because this guy has a shotgun, believe it or not, right behind the hot tub. And he's there's little, I don't know, gophers or squirrels or raccoons or something. It's nighttime. And he's shooting them with his shotgun. I mean, it's I'm telling oh, you, it's like no. sounds like my dad's house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can I curse on your podcast? Yeah, fuck yeah. You know? yeah. And then like they're they're all making out, and Scott and I are in the hot tub, like our eyes like 10 feet saucers, you know. Like for me, I just went to any place I could to learn about sex and then sort of pieced it together threw out the bad stuff, got rid of the guns, got rid of the blah and the blah, kept the good stuff. And it was basically a lot of a lot of incidents of that, plus a psychology degree and yoga and Zen and 18 other things that are at least less interesting for tonight's uh, today's topic. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up in some way, shape or form. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I was so happy that Erwan had had all this experience before I met him. So I met Erwan. I have a background in psychology and I was getting my master's degree in psychology, planning to be a therapist. Okay. So I'd been in therapy and it changed my life. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a therapist and help people. So my friend introduces me to Erwan because I was also really into sex and always trying to discover more about sex and psychology. So long story short of how we got together, but I would go to Erwan's house and he would just blow my mind with extended orgasm every time. I remember this one time Erwan was running these two houses in South of San Francisco and Brisbane, like 20 people in each house, all studying sex and sensuality. So I'd go over there and it was just like a party every time. And we'd hang out in his room. And one day after we had an extended orgasm date, I could barely 
walk. I was so high and I was feeling my body so much and it was new for me. And I literally couldn't drive home. And he's like, okay, here, why don't you just sit on the couch and I'm going to get you a chai. And then we all went out in the hot tub on the balcony. And I was like, okay, dude, this is the life I want to live. I loved it. So while I loved therapy and helping people, I could see that there were other ways to grow and develop that included fun and didn't have to exclude sex and orgasm. So that's how I got into this. This was like 20 years ago. And now Erwin and I are married. We have a child and we live in San Francisco and we teach people who live all over the world. All of our classes are online now. And the bottom yeah. line is we just took a look at what did we want to do in our wants. And this is what we wanted to do, you know, not like for careers, just like what we wanted to do, period. And then, you know, then to make our life about it, kind of like you all. I just want to share as well, because with in terms of what you you all offer and your coursework, Alicia, a lot of times is is the person that is the uh, it's not an experimental goat, if you will, or uh, what do you, whatever, like an <laughs> elaborate, but you do experiment on the body and do live demos for people. It's not just you're charting something and with a laser pointer and a PowerPoint presentation. Alicia's there. They're doing the tips and tricks. You're you're researching them. Erwan has all of this experience for, I don't know, decades and Alicia as well. So I want to say it's hands on and you all can offer these tips because you practice what you're preaching and you actually demo it live. So I just think that is an important note because I didn't know that about you two until I actually saw it live myself and was very impressed. It's like, it's, it's an art to me and it's beautiful, which brings me in, I just wanted to give people a little bit of a premise uh, around what uh, you all offer. And it's so much deeper than just this episode. Listen to the other three, four or five at whatever point you're listening, because there's a lot of different uh, tools that they provide folks. This one specifically is about pussies, vulva owners, but also vulva lovers. So can you share your top three techniques for manual stimulation on the pussy? You know, right. let's, let's, you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> so let, let's let's ride on the coattails of of what y'all asked a minute ago, which was um, or or what we mentioned or somehow it came up. The first tip is start stimulating her pussy before you touch it. Okay, you know, some guys or women. If I, I don't know if women touching women do this as much, but guys certainly do it. There's there's almost like a kind of a fast pace or something like that. Innuendo, subtle touches for your listeners, your, your video seers can see this, but for your listeners, they can't see it. But, you know, I, Alicia's got this round necklace around her neck. I might touch her nose, a beautiful necklace and good to that. You know, these little light touches, this innuendo, this vibe, so that the blood, the consciousness, the awareness starts to drop into the sexual body and then down into a woman's pussy so she's turned on before her clitoris is touched then the second tip would be to uh you know have her clitoris reach for the guy's finger the woman's appetite is really key so it's kind of a case of less is more or lighter is more. So start stimulating her pussy before you touch it, light touches on her body, innuendo, kind of doing her head, so to speak. I'll speak graphically for a second. I had a girlfriend way back when, this was right about when we got together, actually. Uh -huh. Her name was Jen. Um, 
And she she liked this thing. She said, everyone, the reason I really like you is because you can fuck my mind. <laughs> you know, and uh, and that was one of the biggest compliments I got. Totally. You know? Yes. So, you know, <laughs> doing a person's head is kind of a bigger deal than, you know, once you've done their head, their body's relatively easily. So start, you know, start there. <laughs> and then, yeah, having her you know, having her reach. So this morning, for example, Erwan and I were doing our sensual practice in our bed. This was like an hour ago. And Erwan was doing these nice, like meaty, kind of medium paced strokes on my clitoris. And then he slowly lightened up his stroke so much so that his finger was like, a millimeter away from my clitoris, like close, but it was such a light touch. And then my clitoris reached for his finger, like, ah, touch me. And that's such a good feeling. I found for myself and a lot of women that we like to, to want and reach. So that's like a de desire, like craving more of some sort. So the reaching is like you're like, is, is that different than teasing the, the kind of the whole rest of the body and the buildup? You know, it's different than teasing. Teasing is, you know, we have an exercise we teach people that usually they do alone, but it works with a partner also. We call focal points. So you pick a point, you know, let's say, let's say my knuckle is the clitoris here for visual demonstration. Your listeners can picture it. And I'm kind of going around the knuckle with my hand, but I'm not touching it. So that's focal point or teasing. It, it builds energy, just like what Alicia was talking about. But then when there's actual contact, it's, you know, it's no longer teasing or focal point. It's actual contact. There's actual stimulation. And, you know, I'm not an expert in extended orgasm in my body the way she is. But even doing that on my finger, I feel my cock. I feel myself start to involuntarily con uh, contract. So, you know, so light touching allows the person, similar to focal point or teasing, it allows the person to, instead of retracting away, because it's too much or too heavy or too fast or coming too quick or something like that, it allows the person to move towards, it kind of forces the wrong word, but it sort of forces them to move toward the stimulation in order to actually have the contact right after I did those really light strokes on Alicia's clitoris where my finger basically wasn't touching her clitoris for parts of it, but then her clitoris would reach and create the contact. Her clitoris got super hard, mm -hmm. like really, really, really uh, hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a physics uh, demonstration. <laughs> and I'm just, re re I'm tapping into my college years and when I took some physics and Albert Einstein, may you rest in power <sighs> and all of the other physics, but that is right. The law of attraction. It's sort of what kinetic energy building up the, that's what I picture your, your clip as one of those grower um, I don't know, uh, like, oh, like a boner, like a boner, but something <laughs> well, exactly, that's exactly, like that, right. like the boner. Right. They're yeah. homologous sex parts. The clitoris and the cock are similar or homologous. Yeah. You know, and it, it like clitorises get boners and most guys don't know that. And like, in, but except for the, the blood vessels to the clitoris are different, the blood vessels to the cock, they kind of close after blood goes in there. So the blood can't go out, but the blood vessels in the clitoris if you squeeze the clitoris, the blood will go out. Mm, oh, interesting. So it's good to not use as much pressure on a clitoris because you'll desensitize it mm -hmm. much more easily than you'll desensitize a cock with a lot of pressure. And a cock is much larger than the clitoris. So you, there's multiple reasons you can use a lot more 
pressure on a cock than a clitoris. Can handle a good pounding. What's the Betty White quote? Like, why do we talk about balls? Why do we call someone a dick when pussies can take way more pounding? Yeah, or no, it's about balls too. Like, oh, we're like all sensitive, like about the ball. I am not remembering it too. This is why we need to have more orgasm. But I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, we're like the pussies can take so much, but then you're actually saying that no, the cock could actually take a lot, um, a lot more pressure. Not the balls. Yeah, but not the balls. Right. Oh, I've seen that. I barely touch those things. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like someone almost died when I touched them. This podcast is free to you because of one of our awesome sponsors, Like a Kitten. Spring is here and it's time to clear out those old sex toys and spice up your sex life with Like a Kitten's spring gift box of goodies. The people at Like a Kitten are expert curators and they select beautiful pleasure products to reawaken your sex life and help you sit back and relax while you smell the melting rose petals in the bath. And if you want to pamper your lover, your friend, or yourself, these gift boxes make the perfect present. Like a Kitten Spring Box ships right to your door and is only $79, which is a sexy steal because some of the products retail for twice that. And right now, to help you celebrate spring, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or enter code shameless at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or use code shameless to get 15% off these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash shameless. The link is in the episode description. This podcast is free to you because of another amazing sponsor, Milk Bar. I don't consider myself an avid dessert lover, but a few years back, my chef friend insisted I taste this birthday cake she had flown in from Milk Bar in New York. And with one bite, I was hooked. Ever since then, I get that same cake flown in for birthdays, cookouts, or just because it tastes that good. Last Valentine's Day, I even treated myself to the Milk Bar Pie, one bite of the gooey butter filling and it's a full mouthgasm. Trust me, Milk Bar treats make the best gifts for any occasion. And Mother's Day is right around the corner. And for a limited time, Milk Bar is offering their delicious new strawberry shortcake and cake truffle. Every Milk Bar creation is made fresh and then beautifully packaged so it arrives in perfect condition and ready to enjoy. They even offer overnight nationwide delivery. Don't just take our word for it. Find out for yourself why this award-winning celebrity chef, Christina Toast is wowing the world with her epic creations. And right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $10 off your order of $50 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com shameless. You'll get $10 off an order of $50 by going to MilkBarStore.com shameless. MilkBarStore.com shameless. All right, back to the show. Okay, well, so let's, because we're, we're going to kind of bring this all together with some sex questions here in the end. Um, and so, uh, I want to kind of move to oral techniques here, oral stimulation. We're going to bring them all together. Um, and they're all kind of hang out in one piece. So what are your top tips for when it comes to bringing your mouth to the vulva, to the pussy? Okay. So I'll say a couple of things. Now, the first one is to use rhythm with some little breaks. So you want to have a rhythm. So the vulva owner can really count on it, you know, like start riding that sensation, but then you want to do like a little half second break every once in a while. So the person can relax for a second and then get back into it. It's just like a conversation. Alicia's talking, there's a rhythm to her speaking. She takes a little pause, then she continues. But if she pauses for like three minutes, you know, it's like, it's weird, you know, and it's the same thing. Like if somebody's 
sucking on a woman's pussy and it's like all over the place. It's like, stop, start, you know, and, and people do that sometimes when they pleasure each other, you know, they kind of build a peak and then they take too big of a break or, you know, like in this conversation that we're having, she'll talk for a while. Y'all talk for a while. I'll talk for, there's a balance. There's a rhythm. It can go out of, uh, it can go out of rhythm or out of balance relatively easily. So regular stroke with breaks. And a really good way to, to make sure you're keeping the rhythm is to really focus on the physical sensations, like your tongue on the clitoris and being in the rhythm and feeling it in your body. You know, sometimes it's funny, but as human beings, we get, we get distracted during sex when we're doing stuff, you know, and then we start going all over the place. So if you're in there with it, feeling the rhythm, that makes it easy. Hmm. Yeah, like following a little treasure map. Or creating your own orchestra. Ooh, I like that even can we better. Take a, can we take a break for yeah. an intermission and some kind of music goes on? I like this. And yeah. I like the thought of thinking about it as presenting something as well. And it's almost, I just love organization. So I feel like you have to organize it. It's performing. You do want to have it be, you want to have it be, you know, you talked about physics earlier and like that in organization, you know, you, you want it, you want it to be intelligent. You know, like the amount of learning that we have in our, you know, most people's jobs or their sport or their family or whatever is tremendous. But like there's a lot of learning and organization and systemization and intelligent thing, you know, have the woman be turned on, you know, prior to the sex act, have some rhythm in it. You know, another thing about rhythm to, to find a rhythm is like music is great for rhythm. You know, if you have the sex kind of going to the music a little bit, the person kind of knows what to expect. They sort of relax. You mix it up a little bit. You know, you 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 want to be smart about sex. That that would be a great topic we ought to do sometimes, like <laughs> smart, smart sex versus dumb sex. <laughs> <laughs> also lighting, because lighting sometimes when I'm I'm in a place and I feel like the lighting's clinical oh, and I'm trying to feel sexy, but I kind of feel like I'm either being interrogated or <laughs> I'm going to get examined. I ask if we can dim down the lights. It's not that I, I want to be seen, but just better lighting yeah. rather than clinical fluorescent lighting. And I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe lighting some candles can be sensual and create a space m making you fuck smarter or having the oral be smarter. I don't, I don't know. This is maybe my hack, but this what do you think about that? Topic. Yeah. I, mean, I, think this is, I think smart sex is a great, is a great topic, but lighting. I mean, one of the exercises we teach singles first or even people in couple, but to do alone is an exercise called visiting dignitary. So that involves setting up your space and that includes smells and something for taste and something for touch, but also lighting and what you're seeing. And, you know, we, many of us learned to have sexual experiences in the dark with our eyes closed and also with our mouths closed. So we don't want to go to that extreme, but good lighting. I, although I have found to someone who did, you know, as, as most of us, right, had most of the sex with the lights off and all those things. And now I always have like candles or some sort of dim lighting or like sexy red light bulbs. I, everyone red light bulbs. I got to tell you, so just throw a scarf yeah. over the lamp or a red scarf over the yeah. lamp. Now you have a red light bulb. And um, but to sometimes to have sex in pitch black 
is really fucking hot now. Or sometimes to have sex where I'm not going to make any sounds and like try to be as quiet as possible or in places where I have to be quiet is really fucking hot now because now it's extra spicy and exciting because it's not with the norm, um, but it definitely was the default. And I think most people were just trying to kind of like unlearn that and like, how can I be more vocal and how can I change the mood lighting? Um, I did want to ask one question that I heard you say sucking mm. um, for oral. So um, as so when you said that, my clip was like, ah, <laughs> um, like how hard are we talking? When are you sucking? Am I ready no. for you to suck in my clit yet? <laughs> and I know I, that was my question. It's like kind of like what what is that when you're a mouth on a pussy, if you could like generalize it, what are we talking so about here? Generally, you're going to generally you want to focus more on the woman's clitoris than you do on the lips. That's the first thing. But you might use the lips as a kind of like a way to, they actually kind of go to, they're, they're like a sort of a highway to the clitoris. Mm -hmm. So most of the focus on the clitoris, but you can use the lips to as a peak, as a break, or kind of a build up to the clitoris, and then a regular rhythm on the clitoris with the little breaks like we talked about. And then sucking the clitoris can feel really good, but the, you're always kind of getting a read on where your partner's at. And that's something that people sometimes fail to do when they're having sex. It's kind of odd that people fail to do it when they're having sex because sex is all about communion and contact. And, you know, it's not just a sex center, the genitals, but the heart, the mind, the body, the being, all of that. So it's about being in a field of relationship. And it's a very full field of relationship because it includes our most sensitive and vulnerable and fun parts. So, you know, if you're sucking on a woman's clitoris, you, you know, you want to feel, is she feeling that, right? Because people go into their heads very quickly. And if somebody goes into their head, because like you're sucking too hard or it's too much, or, you know, people have a lot of conditioning or concerns, or, you know, some women don't want their pussies sucked on because they have, they're so concerned, you know, afraid and, you know, how does it look and smell and this and that and all the rest mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff. So you really have to feel where your partner's at. And then you'll know, like kind of like you were talking about experimenting, you know, you'll know like, okay, you know, maybe a little less here. Or sometimes the person's just kind of numb. They've been using some kind of sex toy too hard or whatever. And you, you, you kind of almost have to go really hard to just get their attention and then maybe lighten mm. up. So you kind of train them to, to, to feel more and not need you know, so much uh, stimulation. So that's a that's a great question you bring up. It, it also makes me think of another technique, which is quit her before she quits you. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Are you, I have abandonment issues are coming up. I'm like, fuck, I need to go to the therapist. Shit. <laughs> Someone hold my hand. April, don't ever leave okay. me. <laughs> Well, if the, now I think across in many circumstances, quit her before she quits you is a really great tip, but let's stick with the oral stimulation here. So when you're stimulating orally a vulva and a clitoris, you want to leave the person gratified, but not like flattened out where they're kind of like, okay, I, I was sort of done a couple minutes ago. Like you want to feel when like, Ooh, you know, this has been really good. There's gratification. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stop right before she thinks, okay, I'm done with this. And then you get to your next act, sex act much quicker. That what way. if you're just newly with this person? Do you, should you ask them? Do you need code okay, words? Are you done yet? 
Yeah. So, <laughs> like a thumbs up or see, see one. Yes, one thread. We haven't actually named it, but in this conversation, one thread that's running through it is presence and attention. It's not like ooh magical thinking. It's like really <laughs> training your presence and attention to feel the other person. It doesn't mean you never communicate. Communication is really important. But you can really learn to feel like, okay, wow, this person's really, you know, I was going to say eating this up, but it's kind of the opposite, right? Like receiving the oral pleasure and oh my God. And oh, like she's starting to feel a little less. Okay, interesting. Let me back off for a minute. You can get really, really good at feeling that. And how do you know if that's the case? Well, you know if that's the case if you're feeling that because you are in a field of relationship together. If, a, if one person is having some kind of doubt or feeling of disconnection, the, the people are disconnected. You know, if one person, you know, so the name of the game is to be feeling with each other. And then, you know, you, you end on a high note. Like, for example, most days, like 90% of our sex practices in the morning, I don't ejaculate. You know, because if I ejaculated, it would flatten me out. You know, I'd be a little less interested the next day. I'd probably still be interested, but a little less, you know, a little less energy, you know. So um, you, you, you want to kind of quit things before. It's, it's a little different than the Masters and Johnson's graph of orgasm where, you know, you get excited, then you have a plateau period, then you go up and you go over the edge and then you end lower than you started. Party's over. Yeah, party's over. Is that, <laughs> you want to you kind of keep the party you know, going an extended orgasm is really good for that because then you're having the release and the gratification without, you know, the, that kind of, um, Ooh, I need to, I need to get off. I need to, you know, I don't feel re release. I need to like get rid of this energy. It's kind of like when you're eating, right? There is a point where you're going to take that bite where you're so gratified, you're you're full enough and you haven't gone too far <laughs> where you have to kind of lay around for the next two hours because you're so full. You're like, oh, I feel that was a poor this, choice. This totally pertains to my, how I approach social environments as well. When I go to a party, I like to leave when it's good. I'm, I'm usually... Early, I arrive early and then I leave early because I'm like, I want to leave them wanting more. All of them. <laughs> Is that what you've been doing? I always time? do that. And Erwan did touch on the extended orgasm piece. And that's what I, I wanted to ask before we get to one sex question, because the sex question is really good. How So can you apply some of what we've just learned, the techniques to extended orgasm. And if folks want to access that, which we've done an entire episode before, they can go and listen to that episode. Uh, we'll pull up which number that is while we're getting that answer here from Erwan. But please let, uh, or, and Alicia, sorry, I'm not trying to minimize uh, both of your experiences here because they're important. So talk to me about this extended orgasm. You definitely can combine them and we we recommend combining them. Technique is gonna really help you, you know, achieve that state of body and mind. So the state of body and mind for extended orgasm is basically activation or a high level of sensitivity or turn on above the orgasm line. If we go back to Masters and Johnson's, you know, that line of sensitivity where the body starts to involuntarily contract. So you have to be above that level of sensation so they have a quick peak and then they crash down. So it's an orgasm versus extended orgasm. So all the things that we talked about today, 
relative to sucking pussy or licking pussy and relative to stroking pussy apply directly because if you're stroking lightly and you've got a rhythm, you know, and it's feeling good and you're, you know, when it starts to get a little too much, you take a break for a second, you know, whatever like that. And then you continue. It really helps the person get more and more turned on and it helps them be relaxed during it, you know, cause it's not so much that they're clenching and it's not so little that they're like, you know, in their heads wanting more and, you know, like that. So the, the technique and the state of body and mind go really well uh, together. I, uh, so we have a sex question from a listener, but as you're, you're talking about that, and we have a whole episode that on episode orgasms. Oh, I just looked it just up. Looked episode it up. 217 yeah. dives very deeply into that topic with Erwan and Alicia. So yeah. check that episode out. And you will talk about a course that you have coming up. Um, uh, this, so this is going out, I believe sometime this month of April, and you have a course coming out uh, May 21st through 22nd of 2022, the pleasure course that will, I assume, dive into this too, which we'll ask at the end more info about that and how to get that and how to find that. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. Uberlube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending Uberlube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, Uberlube. Uberlube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show.
Before we dive into this question from a listener, just one thing I want to out. So when we came to your house, we were doing the pleasure demo where Alicia was there with her pussy in our face and it was beautiful pussy and I love some pussy in my face. And, uh, and just, I love watching like all the things. And I was like, oh, me, I've been to so many sex parties. I've seen so many demos and like sex ed classes. This is probably gonna be like way easier for me to watch than like for April. April was there like front row seats, like, so what's this? What's that? Oh, this is so interesting. I felt some heebie-jeebies in my body. Not about your pussy, Alicia. I have a, a thing where watching um, the inner, or sorry, the yes, inner labia is what I'm going for, right? Inner labia, um, it, specifically the bottom half being stroked, especially like the bottom part, because I have like a, a um, burning sensation there in my own body that I've done sexological body work around with Dolly. And, but I was watching, I just, I, I was like, like cringing, just watching that stroking on the lower part of the vulva. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And, and cause like my body had kind of felt this thing. So I'm going to create my own sex question here for myself, but also for other listeners. You, what if your vulva owning partner has some old stuff from whatever is sexual trauma or like too many tam- shoving tampons in and speculums or moving too fast or all, all the things and the touch to um, the clitoris or the labia um, is like the instant cringe too much. What is your kind of tips for someone to move through that? I'm glad you're asking this because I actually heard you share this on one of your most recent episodes. And I really appreciated you sharing that. And now I'm so glad we get to address it. Heal me. (laughs) It's awesome. So why don't you start? I think you had something to say. Well, the the first thing is communicating and talking is really helpful, especially if there's some kind of injury or sensitivity, whether it's physical, medical, psychological, whatever, whatever it is. The sex center, we're doing sexual healing this week and mastery of relationship. You know, whatever is going on sexually, you know, it really amplifies things. It's a really great place to kind of dive into because we see a lot about our bodies and our minds and our psychologies and all kinds of things. So communicating and talking is essential, like saying, oh, wow, hey, that's a I feel a little burning there. That's a, you know, that's kind of kind of sensitive so that your partner can then know, OK, let me uh, go slower here or let me even stop. Now, if there's a spot, let's go to the clitoris for a second. Some women, a lot of women report, oh, my clitoris is so sensitive. I can never have my clitoris stroke directly, not through the hood. And we've never found a woman that that's actually true if they do it this way. So the guy would take his finger or the woman would take their finger and put it above, maybe an inch above the woman's clitoris. And then say, okay, I'm going to bring my finger towards your clitoris and y'all can see and you're listeners can imagine, I'm my finger is moving so slowly towards the clitoris that it would take about two minutes to actually arrive at the clitoris. And that's a really good pace to go if there is sensitivity. So, so, you know, and then eventually, you know, fast forward here, you know, a minute and a half, and then eventually the touch on the clitoris is going to be really, really slow you're like barely moving is what people can't see. Like you're, I, I can see barely, barely moving your finger. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And then if we fast forward now here, I've even got fairly firm pressure, but it was so slow that even the firm pressure feels good. So that's a technique you can use to, which is slowing down. So I tell people slow down and they go from this to like, okay, this. 
Yeah. No, 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 no. Like slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down until you, you literally can't see the movement. Put some lube on there. And then you can start to investigate that area. You know, is it muscular tension? Is there a tear? You know, is, is it, uh, you know, a psychological concern that comes up to very sensitive part of ourselves, you know? So then you can start to investigate it and see what's going on. And, you know, usually you find something that's going on there. You know, maybe the person has a fear and they're contracting, or maybe there is a tear, you know, or, you know, something else that, you know, I'm not a gynecologist, but there can be a, a whole lot of different things going on. And then whether you find specifically what's going on or not, you, you, you then know to be really conscious in, you know, relative to that area, maybe you don't touch it, or maybe you touch it really slowly, or the woman says, Oh, I like this, but I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to skip over it, right? You don't want to numb out and just kind of bear it or ignore it. It's really good to bring awareness to it. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to just tolerate it. Yeah, you know, which is no. which some people do that. And then of course, what that leads to is less sex. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and more, more trauma. Yeah, more trauma. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. More problems. Like if especially if you're already have an issue with a thing and then you're just tolerating, it's just adding to the, it being more of an issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good question. And you yeah. work with folks in your course. We'll tell people how they can take your courses. And if people can talk to you all and, and get tips for their specific situations as well, or bodies, right. Or partnership. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that isn't necessarily everybody might not be experiencing what Amy has experienced or because I didn't feel that way. I don't, I don't, uh, well, I was talking about that. So, I mean, what, yes, to watch, but I know plenty of people where like their bodies cringe when someone's going to touch their body. If someone did their nails down a chalkboard, I'd start cringing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that. but like people who have like vulva owners, you know, it's a, re it's a receiving orifice that right. like, if you have right. traumatic experiences, it shuts down and numbs out, right. it turns off. And so what I said is what you're, the techniques that you're sharing right now, I have, I have done a little bit of, and I've done them a little bit in partnership. And I've actually talked to my partner about doing more of this, like uh, right. I think in sexological body work, they call it remedial mediation mm. where you like you're kind of holding the area of right. the body that isn't feeling good instead of moving really fast and when I do that what you're talking about it actually does help all of a sudden like that part of me doesn't hurt anymore but then I have a compliant moment where I like tolerate or something when I override myself it's like I have to do the work all over again it's just like mm -hmm. my life path so yeah um, but yeah so I don't want to make it all about me but I think a lot of people can receive an orbit or even anuses they could probably relate and right. you know mm -hmm. kind of overriding their own systems yeah, yes, you... it's, it's very relatable what you're sharing and it's important. You don't want to skip over it. And our work is very personal. You know, we really like to get personal with people and people have all sorts of things, whether it's physical or conditioning that makes certain parts of sex challenging and we welcome all of it. I feel like tight jeans could just have <laughs> yeah. pussy have some trauma. That, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, skinny jeans, okay. You know, no, I'm, I'm happy those are out of style. <laughs> I mean, for guys, tight jeans are a nightmare. What they what they do, you know. For but they look damn they look good. Let's do this next question. This is actually a great question. It pertains to oral, and I know this is I've I've experienced this in, in my um, my life before, and I think Amy did as well at some point. And I know a lot of folks out there that. So my partner of two years does not like going down on me. I've asked him multiple times and he says he'll do it, but it's really not his thing. Any advice on other ways to approach this? You know, that's <laughs> you a, start with this one. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, 
you know, the, the first thing is just to acknowledge the breakdown. You know, whenever there's a breakdown, a disagreement, a difficulty, people often skip this kind of first obvious step, which is, oh, wow, we have a difference of opinion and we have a difference of desire and there's a breakdown here. You, you can't skip that part of saying that something isn't working. You know, for example, a lot of people lose their relationships because there's a breakdown in communication or a withhold or some problem, sexual or otherwise. They don't address it. It's like having a crack in the foundation of the house. You know, it's not a big deal in the beginning, but 10 years later, the, the house falls down. So you, you really want to, with breakdowns, you really want to address them. And it's kind of like we were just talking to you all about, like, you don't, you don't want to just tolerate something, right? And, you know, sometimes women will tolerate that kind of thing. And it's a, it's a really bad idea because it's going gonna, it, gonna to destroy the relationship or at least the sexual part of the relationship eventually, because if that's being tolerated, then it's, there's probably 20 other things, sexual and otherwise, that are being tolerated. So that's the first thing. Next thing to do is uh, hire us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, seriously, get some help. Yeah. <laughs> kidding, not kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good, that is actually a really good idea, but I did mean it as a joke. Um, but, but the next seriously. thing to do is to talk about it. Say, okay, you know, well, I want to know. You know, now this is a challenging conversation. You know, okay, what what is it about it that you you don't like? You know, is it? Do you feel in a subordinate position? You know, is that why you don't want to do it? Is it the taste? Is it the smell? Is it some information like that? You feel so like you, you don't know what you're doing? That could be oh, right. 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 Or maybe he had an experience in the past that was challenging. Like there's so many things that could make a person want, like resist something and not want to do it. So you want to get into it. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get the, the thing really rolling, the turn on really rolling, those issues tend to fall away. It's one of the great things about sex. People are very squeamish about menstrual blood and about smells and tastes and all the rest of this thing, you know, from men to women, women to men, all kinds of stuff. Typically, strangely enough, men are often more squeamish, which is kind of interesting. That's another sort of topic we could investigate, but it's really beyond the scope of our conversation right now. But if you do things that get the turn on rolling, then you find those things that were turn offs become turn on. It's it really kind of like, you know, it's like I'm French and some of the food that French people like is really disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But like once you kind of start eating it and you get into the sensuality of it and like you realize like, oh, they like this because like it smells like somebody's genitals, you know, <laughs> then all of a sudden, like you kind of, you know, it, it's, it starts to be a turn on. So my point is there's. The, you have to you have to acknowledge the issue. You have to discuss it, and then you have to start to do research and experimentation, and maybe get some actual support. You know, so that you know, so that the sexual house doesn't crumble. One thought I had with reading this question is like, well, are you sucking that dick? Because uh, like, is there is there like, I don't know. There'd be a way of reframing things too. Like, say, is it reciprocal? Yeah, it's reciprocal, it, right. but also like, yeah, well, you know. I don't, I mean, I, I like sucking dick. I, actually, I, this for me, I actually do get turned on by sucking dick, but I know a lot of people who don't, but they just like pleasuring their partner. Like it just feels good to give pleasure to their partner. So that would be a little bit of like, well, you know, so not like, well, I do it. So you should do it. Not advising that because we're not doing like tit for tat, but you know, a little bit of a like, 
you know, what about, this is my experience. You know, when I show up, I just enjoy pleasuring you. And I just kind of like follow that thread of pleasure that feels really good for me. Have you ever experienced that when you've gone down on someone? And my thought is that it, there's just like conditioning, like a lot of old conditioning that said, pussy's gross. And, or like, you know, that that's not your, um, top priority and that's like april saying we've experienced this my first three sexual partners never went down to me but i was only a teenager um you've experienced it more in when you're a 20s i think uh who were in, in my 20s yeah. yes i will say that sometimes the answer is as if you're asking this question to your partner so i will say that sometimes it may not be a, a technique thing it could be the smell of your pussy for me sometimes is really strong. So it's learning how to phrase that in a way, if it is something as the giver, if perhaps there, maybe you get hair in your teeth every time and it makes you uncomfortable, or there could be a lot of different scenarios, but uh, hopefully the folks that are communicating there, if there is a, a it's not even physiological it's if there's something i smell that you're not into um then approach it nicely though don't be like you pussy sticks it could be like let's you want to take a shower together yeah. i mean okay, have you ever experienced this april when you're going to suck some dick though and you can smell the butt yes uh-huh so it goes always right. everyone like, <laughs> you can use in different things and so yeah. it all just is a way to present the information if it's not technical and you are feeling comfortable about eating pussy as um this this person if you're asking him your partner uh, and the answer is your pussy's hard the smell is hard for me something like that then that is something that's easily mitigated right yeah. you can fix that so <sighs> this is a fun conversation all right well we could talk about this forever and ever forever and uh obviously we'll have you back on our show because there are endless things around sexuality that we can talk about and yeah as april said i forgot the episode you said 152 17 217 god 154 i don't know what, what that check one was. that one out too Maybe. Like, oh, she's sending you psychological yeah. message. yeah i'm like Psychic, psychic. Uh, so, and for folks who want to learn more though, you have that pleasure course coming up. So again, we said May 21st through 22nd. This is a weekend, I believe so this is 2022 and people can get a hundred dollars off the enter code. Code 100 is actually the code. So it's a C O D E 100, the number. So one zero zero. And you can do that through the link. Did I say that right? Yeah. It was cute. Oh my gosh. I have to do it. Go, go. Yes, but I want to make sure to put one other piece in. And we decided to do something for your listeners because we love you. And then by proxy, we love them. We love your listeners and we want you all to be able to experience seeing extended orgasm. I mean, you two have seen it. Your listeners have heard about it a lot. In the pleasure course, we show a video demonstration of extended orgasm. So you'll get to see it. We will talk you through the technique as we're doing it. So for the first five people that contact me, we will gift you the pleasure course. Wow. For free, the first five shameless sex listeners that contact me, I'll tell you how to contact me. Then after those five, it's exactly what you were saying. We'll include the link to the pleasure course in the show notes. We want to make it very easy for you all to access extended orgasm and everything else in the pleasure course. So to contact me, to grab one of the spots or to talk to me about your love life and find out more about our programs and how we can support you, text our school 415-308-9580. That's 415 415- 
308-9580. Give me your name, say you came from Shameless Sex, and we'll talk. I'll also give you a link that people can click if they want to contact me that way. Perfect. That's very generous. Thank you for gifting five courses. And as Amy said, it's May 21st through 22nd, 2022. So go to the show notes, click the link. It's shamelesssex.com. Online. So you can do it from anywhere and it's a total blast. Mm -hmm. Well, we love you both. um, And we love you. As Alicia said, we love the shameless sex listeners and we just have so much fun doing this. And also we hope that you really do love us as much as we love you. And you know how we will know, go give us five stars on iTunes. We read every single review. And even if you don't have the time to write a raving paragraph, you can just use a couple of emojis, but make sure you just hit five stars because people leave us heart loving emojis. And then they, I think accidentally hit one star. So it's very confusing. And I stay awake at night thinking about those people. So help me sleep. Send us wonderful reviews. All right, y'all. That's all we have for you this week. But tune in every Tuesday. That's why we say see you next Tuesday for another episode with the beautiful Amy, myself, and sometimes our dogs. All right. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.